This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The issue of abortion. We are taking your telephone calls 800 the entire hour on this topic for the most part. 800 848 WABC. 800-848-9222. Download the 77WABC app, folks. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, our Carter Cares segment. And so the nastiness. There are two ways at looking at what's happened since Friday with the Supreme Court. And one one positive as it relates to the the overturning of Roe v. Wade, there has not, maybe we should knock on wood, as of yet, been the violence that one might have expected thus far. But the words, the words are awful, and it seems like, it's mostly geared towards uh, Justice Clarence Clarence Thomas, and I don't understand why so-called progressives are going along with this. You know, referring to him as Uncle Clarence, calling him literally the N-word on Twitter, and, you know, it's just a uh, a very, very ugly scene. And even uh, Howard Stern and his sidekick, Robin Quivers, an African-American woman, is sounding off on this. I want you to listen to what they said on their program. Clarence Thomas is talking to, I don't even know what he's talking about. He's going to undo gay rights, you know, gay marriage. He's going to undo oh, yeah, he's coming contraception. For we got the I Taliban. I hope they roll it all the way back to slavery, and then they slap him on a plantation. Hmm. Matt, and by the way, it's Matt's uh, birthday. One more time, I want people to listen. And there, there's Matt. If you're looking at us online, we just saw a shot of him. One more time, Matt, what Howard Stern and Robin, Robin Quivers had to say. Clarence Thomas is talking. To, I don't even know what he's talking about. He's going to undo gay rights, you know, gay marriage. He's going to undo oh, yeah, he's coming contraception. 
We got the I Taliban. I they roll it all the way back to slavery, and then they slap him on a plantation. Slap him on a plantation. Wow. We are taking your telephone calls. And um, in the attack on Mayor Rudy Giuliani, which I said last night was despicable, what's even worse is they let this uh, person, uh, the suspect, walked after charges were downgraded. Charges were downgraded. I'm going to tell you about that. And a bit later, the mayor of New York City says he was shocked at how bad New York is when he took office. He didn't know that New York was this sorry. That's Mayor Adams. So he rode the the subways last week patrolling middle of the night for a couple of hours. We'll let you hear what the mayor had to say. But let's start. This morning, going directly to you, the telephone calls here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Michael in New Jersey, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, good morning. Um, Again, I am super uh, pro-abortion rights. As a matter of fact, I made up a song which I'd like you to hear, and it goes like this. Oh, an abortion a day helps keep the liberals away. So what do you say? Liberals, please, please, please have an abortion today, 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 today. Michael, I I love you, man, but keep your day job. Keep, keep, keep. <laughs> I know I don't have a great voice. <laughs> hey, I'm in the I'm in the same ballpark a, a, as well. So translate what what are you really saying there? Look, if these people want to have an abortion, then go ahead and let them. Right? It's their body. It's their child. You know, if that's what they if, if dismantling their baby will make them happy, have yourself a ball. Go right ahead. Nobody puts a gun to anybody's head and forces them to have an abortion. Conservative women, which I am a conservative, are not having abortions unless they're a victim of that, rape. That, that's, that's, not, that's not true. No, you, you, no. And I, you and I, we differed the last time on this, Michael. You yeah, don't know yeah. what conservative women are doing behind closed doors. You're speculating. If the baby is perfectly healthy, now it is, the baby is very, very badly deformed or has Down syndrome, you know, it, that's so, already a so, difficult so, decision. So, 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 Michael, so I, I'm supposed to make the assumption that the only women having abortions are progressives and uh, liberals and, you know, and, and, and conservatives, conservative women, it's just not possible. No, it's very, very, very rare because conservative okay, well, women, okay, usually well, religious let, women, let, let me let me try it a different way. Let, 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 let me let me try it a different way. Besides your opinion, what's the what's the evidence for this statement? I'm, I'm explaining to you because most conservative women are very God fearing. They're religious, usually progressives, aren't very religious because if they were, it goes against all religions to have an abortion. Conservative women are religious. They will not kill a baby if there's nothing wrong with the child. If they say, well, I'm not ready to have it, well, then if you weren't ready to have it, you should have used something to make sure that you didn't get pregnant. Okay, but well, you don't, 
you well, Michael, I, I hear you, but but that's and, but that hey, Michael, I thank you for the call. That's very easy for you and I to say as men. Let's go to uh, let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, Donnelly, thanks. Let me take a call. I should have called last time. This guy started with the oh, let liberals support their babies. Let them do this, do this, do that. Um, um, my mother and I are liberal Trump Democrats, both Hispanic. You know, what if she abhors me? You know, uh, it's, uh, it's just really upsetting. Like, you know that, that artist Pink? She made a comment today. Someone said, you're, you're calling me irrelevant, but you're answering my, my tweets. She said, oh, let's look at how many, let's look at how many uh, Republicans and conservatives have, have gotten uh, abortions. Like, who said they don't? It's not a left-right thing, you know. I mean, well, if you want to look at the numbers, we can know who's getting more of them. But... Uh, mm-hmm. Tom? Yes, I'm, anyway, I'm listening um, to you, and, and thank and you. Was, go, go ahead, Eric. Well, basically, no. I, I, when I was going to call last time, this guy called him. Mr. Rose, by any other name, would not smell, smell his feet. That's the quote. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what if what if my mother had aborted me or she had been aborted? You know, well, my grandmother wouldn't have, but, you know, we're conservative liberals. We're normies. We're recovered Democrats. but And we're now very anti-abortion. You know, it's it's – we're not the same. It's, we're not as cavalier about it. And this guy's very cavalier about it is a life. You know, I, I used to think, oh, it's just a clump, clump of cells. But the moment that sperm has that egg, that's unique, unique DNA in all creation. You well, know? So Eric, we I, 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 I hear you and I and I thank you for the call. Let's go from Manhattan to Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic, thanks for taking my call. You know, I just wanted to say, as you recollect, uh, back in 91 when Clarence Thomas was uh, confirmed to the Supreme Court, uh, the proceedings that he had to go to through were, uh, as he said, uh, a modern-day lynching. Uh, when he was confirmed, it was a 52-48 vote, and fortunately he had some moderate Democrats from the South uh, get him over the top. I believe uh, in his writing for the majority in this reversal of Roe, I believe the silent majority in this country believe that this uh, decision should be decided to the states. It should go back to the states. And that's really what I wanted to touch on, and I wanted to see if you agree with that or not. Well, if you're pro-choice, and I am, the good news for people that are pro-choice is you are correct, Al. It's going to go back to the states. And uh, maybe maybe that's why we're not seeing the protests that are out on the street. There there are some, yeah. don't, some don't get me wrong, uh, there are some protests uh, coast to coast, big protests Friday night here in New York, 17,000 people according to the uh, NYPD. But Judge Thomas, uh, what he went through uh, with Anita Hill, in my opinion, was not was not a modern-day lynching. Uh, that Maybe that's just the way that, it, that he saw it. Um, but I think it's despicable what he's undergoing now. You know, a 5-4 decision, and it seems like the Hollywood types from Whoopi Goldberg to others – are going after Justice uh, Thomas, telling him, be careful because you don't know what's coming down the road, going after his marriage uh, because he happens to be married to a uh, a white woman. And I, I just find all of that, I, I don't understand why it's necessary. 
I don't understand why it's necessary, what it's supposed to achieve. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's just very, very difficult. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Yeah. Hi, Dominic. You know, I have an observation that's I think kind of interesting. You know, uh, I think for the main, for the main part, mainstream black America rejects abortion. I don't think it's about the necessity of having an abortion so much as the necessity of trivializing human life. Because you see all these unwed mothers uh, that don't elect for abortion. And if you ask them why, it's because to them it's unconscionable to do. So it's not something necessary. And now for these radical white leftists, and I have the pleasure of saying white White, because that's what it is mostly. These ra- radical white leftists to descend upon Clarence Thomas is, is, is they think that they have the right to, to, to all of a sudden define, make the limits of the, to define what the parameters of permissible racism is. Okay, because Clarence Thomas happens perhaps to be married to a white woman, and he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he takes a conservative stance about this, all of a sudden they are deeming it permissible to be, this is hardcore racism, hardcore racism, okay? And there's no excuse for it. They are taking the liberty to define it. Okay, hey, it, hey Larry, who, Larry, I, I want you to help me out here. You just said a hardcore racism. What part? Meaning that that's the argument. Help me, because I'm not understanding it. Understanding what part is hardcore racism? Yes. They call him Uncle Uncle Clarence. Oh, oh, that part. Okay, I I thought you were referring. Because, I mean, mean, let's face it, uh, Kim Kardashian, before her new boyfriend, uh, she seemed to like men of color. There, There are many people that cross racial lines in relationships and marriages, and I don't understand why it's relevant at all to this abortion ruling to go after him for a Virginia case, a historic Virginia case on interracial marriage. I just, I, I don't understand. And that's what I was asking you to help me. Right. With. So that's what I'm trying So that what I'm trying to say is, is they are taking it upon themselves to define, to redefine. They think that they are the she crowd, you know, they are the ones that like the, the AOC crowd, they get to say if a black man, could be poked fun at or derided uh, because he's a black man. This is un- unfounded. This is this is un- unprecedented. It shows that the, it shows that they're so frenzied. How how sick that they really are is that they'll they'll actually go out and 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 actually uh, make new cross new paths of racism. In other words, they'll make new paths for racism and 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 feel justified in doing it for their cause which is basically to kill babies. Because black America, as I said at the beginning, you know, does not, you don't really see a lot of black people in the crowd yelling, black women yelling freedom. You see a few of them, but you don't see a lot of them. Well, I, thank you for the call, Larry. I'm not, I'm not going to get into the demographics uh, racially of, of uh, uh, abortion, but, but I, 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 am, I am trying to understand why uh, the left, is so going after Justice Thomas when there are five judges that decided the same way that he did. That, you know, went along with him, 5-4 decision, right? Whatever it was, tight, tight vote. 
and and I'm I'm just not understanding the argument on this. And it's vicious and it's mean and it's nasty and it's not necessary. Alyssa in Manhattan, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I wanted to answer you the question you're posing of why the progressives are just, you know, doing what they're doing. And it's, you know, when they don't get what they want, it's all about intimidation. And um, I guess the reason that they're, they're really being nasty with, um, with Judge Thomas is because of his extra thing of, of wanting to end gay marriage and, you know, and possibly contraception, which would be ridiculous because if you end contraception, then, you know, I mean, that's, that's the preventative for abortion. So that would be completely crazy. Um, but I think, you know, that's why they're, they're focusing more on him. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up, which not many people have talked about, or, or I actually haven't heard anyone talk about it, is that you had mentioned um, when we talk about everything, crime, everything else, how until it affects the lawmakers um, personally – that nothing gets done. Exactly. And we, we had a lot of con- you know conversations about that. Okay. Well, if you look at the Supreme Court, and first, you know, they have the gun law changed, and then next day they they um, they overturn Roe versus Wade. And has anybody ever considered the fact that? I mean, I know they're supposed to follow the letter of the law, but they're also human beings. And this is the first time where you saw when it was leaked that there was a possibility they were going to overturn Roe versus Wade, the way they were threatened and where the government did bare minimum to protect them. And not only were they threatened, but their family, their children and anybody, whether you're liberal, you know, um, conservative, Threaten that person's kids and forget about it. That's it's over. So, you know, everyone's very protective of their children. And I have to, you know, ask myself when they made these decisions is just a small part. You know, they were following the letter of the law. But the reason they leaned that way was because they saw how out of control this whole situation is. Like if if. if the progressives can protest right outside of their houses, if they can, the media can virtually ignore ignore um, uh, Judge Kavanaugh's almost assassination, then maybe they have, you know, maybe they need to have more access to guns to protect themselves, because it seems like if the government isn't willing to protect the people who are writing the law of the land, which are the Supreme Court justices then they're certainly not going to step in and protect regular people. Well, Alyssa, I, I, I appreciate your call, but I, and I thank you, and I want you to have a beautiful uh, morning. Before I take a break, Dominic Carter here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I do want to go to Donna, Donna on Long Island. Good morning, Donna. What's on your mind? Hi, how are you, Dominic? I'm good. Um, I'm good, and I hope you're well. I'm well. Um, I just wanted to just make a few things um, about the abortion issue. Um, Now, I'm going to be really personal. Um, Not too many people know this in my life, but back when I was 19 years old, I chose to have an abortion. Now, 
honestly, I'm not proud of it. There's times now that I'm older that I do feel guilty about it. I do think like, wow, I could have had, you know, this child. I'm not going to say, you know, but I do think it's a really, it's, it was also the first time I ever had sex with anyone. <laughs> um, on t- I, and um, I came from, my parents were, I would say, I wouldn't say ultra conservative, but they were conservative. They were older parents. And honestly, I, even in my school system where I, where I was in, in Long Island, I went to the Cold Spring Harbor School District. I was never given any proper sex education at all. I didn't even know what it is to menstruate, to be honest. I mean, that's how crazy it was back then. Seriously, Donna? I'm, I'm 200% serious. My parents never talked to me about sex. I never got any in my schooling. No one ever told me about anything about that. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't take away the fact that I was, I admit, you know, at the time I was irresponsible. I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, and I was really, the way I looked at it, I was very scared. Honestly, it was a very scary time for me. And I remember going to um, Planned Parenthood secretively. I didn't tell my parents. And back then, I don't know if they lied to me or or anything. People nowadays, anyone that knows that I did this back then, they all say that they lied to me. But they told me that I couldn't even have an abortion until I was 12 weeks pregnant. Now, you know how mentally excruciating that was? I basically had to sit, wait for 12 weeks to make a very private decision to terminate. And honestly, it was the worst experience I ever had in my life. I'm not going to deny it. I, do, I did have regrets after doing it. So, but Donna, at the same time... So, wait, wait. Donna, yeah. you, you said to me that your parents uh, were conservative, are conservative. Are, are your politics conservative? Or were they conservative at that time or no? No. I would say no. I was more like a liberal. I wasn't... No. I was mm-hmm. probably rebellious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, more of a rebellious type of person back then. But, I mean, I just... It's such a personal decision, and it's just like this whole thing of, to me, even though if, if, if a woman chooses this personal decision to terminate, I totally think it should be done as, as soon as possible. I mean, I do not agree with, like, abortions beyond a certain point. That's ridiculous because so, if you're going to do something like that, it should be done ASAP. So, Donna, I've, I've got to take a commercial break, but – Looking back on on having an abortion uh, all these years later, do you regret it now? And and what do you make of the Supreme Court ruling? I absolutely regret it because subsequently I didn't. I never had any other children. Um, I don't know if I ever will. You know what I mean? Because I never. I honestly never felt. I never met anyone where I, I had the feeling of like, I wanted to have a child with this person that never happened to me. And I would, I didn't want to be like the type of person that, you know, was just looking for a baby daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know so, exactly what you mean. But uh, I'm not, quick, no, quickly, I do not agree with this decision. Quick, I think quick, it's, oh, I you think don't it's agree a, with it. Okay. No, I, de- I definitely don't. And because why not? I feel like it's a form of control. I think it's a form of controlling women in my opinion. Mm. It's like, you know, it's, it's a very personal decision, but I do agree that I don't think it should, I don't think abortion should 
I don't think you should have an abortion past a certain point. That I do agree with. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I don't agree that, like, you know, five months being pre- you're five months pregnant and all of a sudden you decide, oh, my God, I need to, you know, I don't agree with that. It has to be something that has to be done. I think you have a right to do it, but it should be done early on, as early as possible. Well, Donna, I calling from Long Island this morning. I thank you for sharing your very personal information uh, with us, and I, 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 I commend you because you're you're speaking up and you're giving a perspective, having had an abortion. Um, that frankly, you know, all of us are commenting left and right, attack, counterattack. But unless you've been in this situation, at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, uh, thank you for the call, Donna. A person really doesn't know what they're talking about unless you're in this type of situation. So thank you very much, Donna. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, we're talking about the vicious attacks on Justice Clarence Thomas, calling him Uncle uh, Clarence, calling him literally the N-word, a dumb N, on Twitter, openly, openly. And at the end of the day, this is still a Supreme Court justice. Where is the respect? Talk Radio 77, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I heard you were looking for me. Are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter with you. And of course, uh, an item that's been in the news this evening another item the judge, Staten Island, blocking New York City from letting non citizens vote. I mean, it was such a gimmick to begin with uh, for mayor and other municipal offices. Republicans challenged the measure as unconstitutional. Of course it was unconstitutional. City lawyers say they're considering their next steps. Give me a break. Give me a break. You want people that are here, non-citizens, to be able to, to vote. Are you serious? Let's go back to our topic, uh, abortion. Abortion. Seems like the dust is settling a little. And I want to choose my words carefully because you say that and then a few hours from now, uh, a major protest. But what is going to happen uh, five and a half hours from now, the polls open in New York City. A number of races, uh, Republican primary for governor, Democratic primary for governor, uh, uh, primaries for lieutenant governor, a number of races 
uh, up, and we will have the very latest for you here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Bonnie in Manhattan. Good morning, Bonnie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's so nice to speak to you again. And I do have a theory why I think um, Justice Thomas is going through what he's going through. Um, First, I want people to know I am a white woman, and he is an African-American man who is so well-educated. Anytime he makes a decision, and it's studied by many brilliant lawyers, he is a brilliant, brilliant jurist, and he knows exactly what he is doing. Now, I think the attacks on him are twofold. Number one, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Judge Thomas is a devout Roman Catholic who studied for many years to be a Catholic priest. However, before taking final vows, he decided he could not go through with it, so he did not do it. Okay, that's number one. When Judge Thomas dies, God is going to have a special place in heaven for him, because there are millions of us out here. We are the silent majority who agree with this, okay, but we don't get a chance to voice our opinions about what we think about abortions. And number two, I know of which I speak because I was born and raised in a black country where the whites were a very small minority. When a brilliant black educated African American man marries a white woman, that is not accepted lightly by the black women in society. And I happen to know that as a fact. They resent the fact that someone as brilliant and as educated and as good as Clarence Thomas, and I adore this man, would pick up with a white woman and marry her. So Whoopi Goldberg and all the black women who have a big, big microphone can all go to hell as far as I am concerned. He has a right to marry who he wants to marry. He's had a very good and long marriage. He has been a faithful husband. Dominic, they have been trying to get Justice Thomas from the day he was put on the bench. I think it's an attack against the Catholic Church, like they, because he's a Catholic, okay? I think that's one of the reasons. Number two, he's married to a white woman. They had him framed and had Anita Hill paid off to bring him down. We know that. Wait, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, Bonnie, um, debate the Anita Hill situation again, but I don't know where you're getting that from, that she was paid off, what you just said. And said that she was coerced into doing what she did, okay? So, says you who? Know, says who? Says who? Not, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. So, so, that so, that, so that, okay, that's your opinion. Go. But that, right, that happened, that happened so long. No, Bonnie, it's just that I have to wrap it up because we, we have a full bank of calls. So please conclude your point. Well, I think, you know, in that they burned in West Virginia a very historic, beautiful old Catholic church to the ground that was built, I think, in 1887. This is a war on Catholicism, okay, because we are pro-life, and that's what it's all about. That's what I think are two of the reasons why Justice Thomas has to bear what they're doing to him. I think it is outrageous. Okay. I think it is unconscionable. Okay, I got it, Bonnie. I, I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I I don't understand the attacks from progressives. A, a, a little bit of what Bonnie said is true. It is true uh, in communities of color when you marry outside the community, the way, especially if you're educated, highly successful, 
the way it's viewed uh, within the community. Uh, to some, it's a major no-no. I believe uh, let people be happy. Uh, whoever they want to marry with, spend their marry, spend their life with, that's on them. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dom. Thanks for take, taking my call. You know, it's it's amazing. What's really disgusting about this, it's always that it always seems to be most generally nowadays the left that the people that are calling every they have uh, no other answer left for anything. They go when they go into full attack mode, the first thing they do is call somebody a racist. And that's their go-to, that go-to phrase, that word. And you know the saddest part of all this is is I mean, Clarence Thomas is there are other lawmakers in this country that we have, like on this, the members of the squad, the things that they say and do, and we pay their salaries, Dom, this is disgusting and disgraceful. Well, thank you for the call, Pete. What what I what I am having a hard time understanding, let's put Justice uh, Thomas uh, politics aside. He is a staunch conservative. Okay, fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with Sonia Sotomayor or anyone else on the court as far as their politics at all. But to call this man, if you look on Twitter, they are literally calling him the N-word. And I'm not saying N. I mean the full word. And... At the end of the day, he's on the Supreme Court. Whether you agree with his politics or not, he is a tremendous role model. But because he's not ruling the way that you want him to rule, because he may not be saying the things that you want to say, you outright call him an N on Twitter, a United States Supreme Court justice. Let's continue with the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. We've spoken on this topic sort of before after the Buffalo shooting. I'm interracial, and I was born a couple of years after Loving versus Virginia, so this is sort of personal. Clarence Thomas, and I would never call him the N-word. I've never called another African-American person the N-word. That is disgusting. But I will say this, he has been a huge disappointment to me and other people of color because, in my opinion, Clarence Thomas has that position because of affirmative action. Most of his jobs that he got were because of affirmative action. And ever since that man was confirmed to the Supreme Court, he's done everything in his power to dismantle the same program that has benefited him for most okay. of his life. So That's David, what I find okay. So wait, David, so you're accusing justice Thomas and you and I both know in communities of color, this is something that is said uh, often when you want to um, attack someone else, accusing them of closing, making it through the door of opportunity and then closing the door behind them so that no one else can come through. But but the question that that I'm asking you, David, is so you said if I buy into your argument that that he reached where practically reached where he is because of affirmative action, those were your words, then that means he must think a certain way. No, what it means, though, you you just said what it means. 
there are people who get to a door and then decide to shut it on everybody else that's coming behind. That is not right. Okay, and you and I both know that people it's not just black students that benefit from affirmative action. It's white students, too. No doubt about it. No doubt about it is a benefit, which apparently a lot of your callers don't realize. And let me just say something very quickly to that Donna woman. Okay, she says she's a white woman. And then she then she says that all black women despise interracial relations. Not true. Okay. That is not true. It's not right to generalize like no, that. No, no, no. We we shouldn't make we shouldn't make general comments. But David, you and I both know that if a good-looking African American man that you can look at this guy and tell he's successful, and he walks into a restaurant with a white woman on his arm, you, we both know that there are going to be some sisters that are going to roll their eyes at him and give him listen, double looks. Listen. I've had white girlfriends, okay, and some of the nastiest, most hostile, obviously racist looks I've gotten are from black women. So I understand the phenomena that you're talking about. Okay. But I also have had white friends, men friends, who when they saw a black guy with a white woman would whisper. I had a friend who I thought was one of my best friends. We were in a bar. He was hitting on this girl. She went out, ended up leaving with a black guy. First thing out of his mouth, that effing n-word okay needless to say that was the end of our friendship because i uh, didn't know him so this is not a one-way street Uh, let's be honest i mean the amount of discrimination that i've experienced as an interracial person from black and white people it's 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 overpowering honestly Mm. i'm a 51 year old man and i've been through hell because when i was growing up on long island in the 70s and the 80s people like me were very rare Okay. now there's a lot more. But back then, you know, and people would always say, oh, what about the children? Well, the only reason we suffered was because of people who said comments like that, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I I don't mean to sound angry, but, you know, I went through a lot, you know, and and I'm still angry about it, even after all these years. Yes, I I, I hear it, David, and I'm I'm sorry. Thank you for the call. I'm sorry that. um... That you had to uh, go through that, but I thank you for your call uh, this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77, WABC, a number of topics we are dealing with. The, the, uh, I'm not going to use a word to describe him, the guy that attacked Mayor Giuliani, his charges downgraded. He was released. Uh, released um, uh, the morning after uh, hitting the mayor, slapping the mayor on the back, and he still had on his shop right um, shirt. I would hope at a minimum that he's unemployed. Um, you just don't, you don't do something like that. You don't walk up to a former mayor and a seventy-eight-year-old man. And slap him in the back because you don't like the ruling in 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 Roe v. Wade because you don't like this mayor in particular. When this mayor saved the city of New York, say whatever you want about Mayor Giuliani. He's a big boy and can defend himself. He saved the city of New York. We will take many more of your telephone calls from Long Island to Manhattan, Queens, the Catskills, Yonkers, and New Jersey. I'll be right back with our Carter Cares segment. 
Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your burrow to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, how would you like to have a job where you're always under attack, facing criticism, and you have to always step up? I'm referring to police officers all over our great country. The most recent example of why we should offer them tremendous support, respect, and the benefit of the doubt happened in Central Park. The NYPD was forced to remove a woman from the reservoir after she refused to get out. 36-year-old woman jumped into the Central Park Reservoir on Monday uh, of this week and was removed removed by police. The unidentified woman went into the water around 2 p.m. and literally refused to come out. She was removed by police a short time later and taken to Mount Sinai Hospital for a psychological examination. And the reservoir is located at 93rd and uh, West Drive. But just think about that for a second, folks. One of the many different things that police have to do at any given moment. And I should point out that uh, uh, at 8 p.m. tonight, I hope that you will join me. 8 p.m. tonight, I will be doing a WABC election night special, live election special, taking your calls And we'll have it all covered, the rundowns of what's happening. That's at 8 p.m. tonight. And let's go back to the telephone calls. Teddy and Yonkers, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Teddy, are you with me? Okay. Okay, go ahead, Teddy. Yes. Oh, thank you, Dominic. Dominic, so many things to talk about. Let me just point out one thing. Uh, There should be no threats to anyone, including all the justices, Judge Kavanaugh. Agreed. Agreed. Dominic, no one said anything, your previous host, and I don't think I heard you say anything either, to be honest, when after the judge in New Jersey's, her son was killed, Judge Sotomayor got threatened, and and President Trump didn't say a word about it, and I didn't hear anybody else on the air condemn the threat to Judge Sotomayor. Number two, dealing with Judge Thomas, the words that were called about him on Twitter, outrageous, repulsive, but I don't care for Judge Thomas talking lately, uh, Dominic, about reviewing the gay rights bill and reviewing same-sex marriage. Hey, Teddy, I don't wait, think Teddy, that will Teddy, ever come to pass. Teddy, Teddy. And you don't uh, Teddy, either. Go Teddy, ahead. hold on for one second here. So oftentimes when people want to say something offensive or criticize you, they will offer a half compliment and then go, but. And that's what you just did. You said... You said uh, the attacks are horrible on Justice Thomas, but I don't like his his recent statings. Right. So is that wrong? I mean, I, I, I just feel no matter who's on the court again, Justice Sotomayor, any of them, no threats at the point that you made to begin with. I mean, we can we can disagree with their politics. 
Yeah, uh, that's uh, what I meant. I, I'm not. Okay. No, I don't want okay. any threats to Judge Thomas or any judge. But right. I disagree with what he is saying about his, you know, his political views dealing with about reviewing gay rights bill and the uh, same sex marriage bill. Right. 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 Well, I mean, you know, as I as I said, and I feel the need to say it again tonight. I'm pro-choice. I don't agree with the with the ruling. Um, I I believe that a woman should be able to control her her own body, plain and simple, plain and simple. You know, but but I'm not going to protest the decision. They're the Supreme Court of the United States. We we are a nation of laws, and and that's that, Teddy. With you and Dom, Dominic, the, I would love to have seen Thurgood Marshall, and I miss John Lewis. I would love, because I remember what John Lewis said, his famous quote, when you see something that's wrong, you're supposed to say something and do something. And I will remember that for the rest of my life. And I hope Donna, who who made a libelous call on uh the, the woman, uh, Anita Hill, she should be sued, Donna, for making an accusation of that nature. I don't know right. what your reaction to that is, but I'm glad you reacted that to her. And I appreciate, Dominic, that you gave me time to speak. And I agree with Stan on a lot of issues. Okay. Stan, All right. Well, you are te- my brother. Well, Teddy, I thank you for the call, and you have a... Uh... A wonderful morning, Isabel in Manhattan. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, wait, wait, I don't know what that is in the background, but your voice is very soft and it was something in the background. Maybe the noise stopped. I don't know, but go ahead. Okay. The lady that called and said that she had an abortion, and but she was told she had to wait till the baby was 12 months old. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks old, and that that is because the baby has to grow so that they can have the baby parts to use. I, I, I've I've heard that before, Isabel. I I don't know how accurate that is, but uh, but thank you, thank you for the call, Elena in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good evening, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Go right oh, ahead. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I am a 24-7 woman. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Dominic, I have two points that I would like to make. The first one is short and sweet. Abortion. Why wait to have an abortion when there are so many methods of contraception and that's all you have to do. You don't need okay. to go. So, 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 Elena, you're mm-hmm. you're asking me, a man, why wait to have an abortion? I, I mean, I mean, I, I know it's a rhetorical question. I right. I know, I know. I I wish that I could answer that question for you, but I can't yeah. because I don't know what it feels like to be pregnant. I don't know what it feels like to pop up pregnant unexpectedly, as as uh. Uh, Donna said when when she was uh, uh, 19 years old, I believe that that she said. And so, you know, people sometimes they they need time before they reach a final decision. And sometimes they change their mind. So to you, is that reasonable or not reasonable? Um, I don't know. I think the reasonable for me would be 
If you don't want to be pregnant, don't get pregnant. Right, Use but and do whatever a woman no, needs to do so, not to get pregnant. Okay, so but Elena, but and again, I don't know what it's like on this side, but <laughs> but but things happen sometimes sexually, and and sometimes you don't have time to plan out. You know, I I know you're probably going to say to me that a woman doesn't really have the luxury of of being that reckless, but but sometimes things happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, they're, they're, they're just happening too often. Okay, now, Honestly, now that, now that <laughs> I would agree with you. I, I don't, I don't like the idea of abortion uh, used as birth control, exactly. and 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 I know in a lot of cases uh, where that is happening. Thank you yeah. for the call. Let's go to uh, Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I just wanted to mention what the last caller, Teddy, was saying. The, the man is is clueless on how the Supreme Court works. They just don't pick cases out of thin air and decide what they're going to do. It has to come through the lower courts, and then it goes works its of way to the Supreme Court. Of course. So, so with Justice Thomas, he didn't say uh, we're going to review gay marriage and gay rights. It's nonsense. If they, if they are going to review it, it would come from the lower court. And then if they decide to take the case, then they have the, they have the discretion to take them or reject them. And if they decide to take it, they'll make a ruling on it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they should make a ruling on it because I think gay marriage is so um, financially uh, between wills and property and, and everything that's intertwined with marriage, it's a very hard thing to overturn. The, the abortion thing, they gave the rights back to the states. But uh, – but listen, that's just my opinion. But I, I just called to say that the, the well, man is Neil, Neil, I I thank you for the call, and you are correct. The abortion issue now goes uh, to the states. And joining me right now is the man that uh, in five minutes uh, begins his show, Frank Morano, and the other side of midnight. Good morning, hello, to you. Dominic. So, what do you have coming up before you and I go back to the telephone? All right, calls? we got an action-packed show. You know, I am very uh, pro-vaccine. I'm vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and boosted. And I think, honestly, that the Operation Warp Speed that led to the vaccinations will stand out as the other than maybe the Space Force, the crowning achievement of the Trump administration. But a lot of our listeners disagree, and I am going to be joined by a billionaire and an entrepreneur and a philanthropist by the name of Steve Kirch, who has made some pretty wild claims about vaccines. And forget about it. You don't even want to bring up having a child under the age of five get vaccinated. He's going to make his case as to why Children under the age of five should not be vaccinated. So I'm looking forward to that conversation, and I'll approach it with an open mind. Then, speaking of space, Philip Metzger is going to be here. He's worked for NASA for 30 years as a planetary physicist, as an engineer, brilliant man. He's responsible for some of the things that they're riding around in space today. We're going to talk about why Pluto is still no longer a planet and his mission to get Pluto relisted as a planet. And then we're going to go live tomorrow. Moscow. Uh, we're going to talk with Mark Sloboda, who is, uh, you know, kind of a foreign policy commentator, international ref- affairs analyst. He's going to join us to discuss this uh, war with Russia and Ukraine. So it's going to be an action-packed show. Sounds wonderful. I look forward to listening to it. Let's Thank go you. back to the uh, telephone calls. As many calls as you and I can get to, Frank, before the top of the hour, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? 
Happy belated Father's Day to both of you. What's Thank you. What's disturbing about this entire um, 50-year um, return, um, or whatever, Supreme Court reversal of the, of the bill? I'm a little I'm disjointed right now. Forgive me if I'm um, not as focusing. But first of all, 50 years doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why it was even turned over to the states. But Clarence Thomas did say something that sort of bothered me, because he said we may be looking into um, same-sex marriage and contraception. That has nothing to do with abortion. Right. Me. Right. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. But what, but what do you make of all the attacks that are coming down on on Justice Thomas? Well, I'm not I, I'm not a fan of his, but um, it, you know he's a person just like we are. You know, everybody have their opinion, but they're not they're not beating him up yet, right? <laughs> well, you hopefully, know? hopefully it won't get to that. But Audrey, we always appreciate your call. Thank you for the call, Ray on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, Dominic, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Listen, I have nothing but the utmost respect for His Honor Clarence Thomas for what he went through and what he put his whole family through. I have nothing but respect for him, and he deserves the position that he's in. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. What did he go through? Are you referring to Anita Hill? Yeah, the whole thing. Okay. yeah, well, that was wrong, Dominic. Don't no, you think? No, no, I don't, because we still don't know what the truth is, and I don't think we ever will. To be honest uh, with you, you know, anybody could say anything about anybody. You know that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. You know, that's true. I bought a bologna sandwich, you know, it's a pubic hair on top of my lettuce. Oh, it's a deli guy. He's, you know, come on, man. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I hear you, Ray, and I thank you. Uh, I thank you for the call. Let's go to Dean who's been holding for a while in New Jersey. Good morning, Dean. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, Dominic. I got too many things to say, not enough time, but I'll be as brief as I can. You what got about 40 this seconds. Chicago? How long are we going to wait before we get this string straightened out in Chicago, people getting killed? Anybody, four people or more? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. As long as there's a Democratic mayor in Chicago, it's not going to change. Dean, I want you to do me a favor. Please give me a call tomorrow night. We will push you up in terms of the calls. It's just that I'm out of time, so I have to step in. You reference Chicago. It's not going to change anytime soon. The city of Chicago wanted a black mayor. You got a black mayor. It is what it is, folks. Coming up right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.